Clovis, building a healthy life together. What's up, everybody? It's Justin with another episode of Fridays, in case you missed it. This is your recap of this week's weekly Ask Me Anything, my Facebook Live AMA that I do every Wednesday at facebook.com slash the Clovis culture. In case you missed it, this was episode number 64. Now this was another free-for-all episode, which means I'm going to read to you a little bit right now during this in case you missed it. So I'll give you a recap just in case you missed it, but this wasn't a presentation episode. For instance, last week AMA 63 was called Studying Studies, where I point out all these different things that are very, 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 very wrong with the science on nutrition that's been presented to us for decades. Tons of stuff wrong with it. It's almost too much to talk about, right? But that was an example of a presentation episode with that whiteboard. So if you've seen those, I also do these AMA episodes that are very casual where I really just take questions from people. You can go to ama.iamclovis.com at any time. You can feed me those questions. They pump into an Evernote folder and I answer them live. So I'm gonna go over some of the ones that I think were the most beneficial from this episode. Try to break it down, keep it a little less than 10 minutes for you. Let's dive in, everybody. So the first question said... Just started a week ago and I'm all in, but I find it hard to hit all my intake goals for the day. Do you have any good tricks or ideas such as snacks or when to eat? Now this person is talking about being all in on a custom nutrition plan from me, which means I am now their health coach. I have designed a custom plan just for them. They have gotten custom macros. They've gotten the approved foods list. They're working with car manager. They're tracking their food intake. They're trying to get their shit together, right? Clovis style. So. What has happened here is the the plans that I send out are quite lengthy. They come via email and they're quite lengthy. So this person is struggling to hit their macros. Why? Because they missed one specific instruction that I put in every single email that I send to everyone. Grab the approved foods list, sit down, circle your favorite foods, and then look those up in either Carb Manager or on Google. You can literally just Google banana nutrition. Well, not banana, because that's not on the approved foods list, duh. But you could Google broccoli nutrition, beef nutrition, whatever, and you can find the nutrition facts either through Carb Manager or Google, right? Now, what I tell people is circle your favorite foods, look them up, sit down. I don't care if it takes you an hour. We're talking about your health here, right? You have to sit down and plan out the perfect day, okay? Sit down, plan out the perfect day that hits all your macros with your favorite foods. Ideally, do this two or three different days with some different foods that you always have access to so you know what a perfect day looks like. I'm trying to teach you about food. I take the teach a man to fish approach, right? I don't make you a meal plan. You need to figure out the foods for yourself. You need to learn that olive oil is pure fat, or that grass-fed ribeye is fat and protein, or that all plant matter is carbohydrates. You need to know these things, right? You absolutely need to. Most people don't know that a tablespoon of grass-fed butter is 12 grams of fat and that's it, or that a tablespoon of olive oil can be between 12 to 14 grams of fat, or that a grass-fed ribeye even contains fat in it, or most people think of carbohydrates as just bread, right? Well, carbs are bread and pasta. No. All plant matter has carbs. All carb all plant matter has carbohydrates, right? So a few quick tips for you. If you're short on carbs, you want to reach for plant foods, right? Stick with the Clovis approved ones, broccoli, spinach, asparagus, kale, all these things. Then you can go into like roots like sweet potatoes if you have a lot of carbohydrates left for the day. Get in sweet potatoes. 100 grams of sweet potatoes has like 17 grams of net carbohydrates. If you have carbs left, Grab yourself a sweet potato. I love roasted beets. I love throwing beets in a skillet. Turnips are great. If you need fats, 
reach for, I love animal fats, right? Whole eggs, grass-fed beef, wild-caught salmon. Then you get into your plant foods. You have avocado, coconut oil, MCT oil, things like brain octane, pure C8 oil, right? All these things. If you need fats, reach for animal products. Again, animal proteins, grass-fed beef, pasture-raised chicken, whole pastured eggs, wild-caught salmon, right? You can get wild, wild planet, wild-caught tuna in a can, right? It's super easy, but you need to sit down and figure out what foods are made of. If you need carbs, you know where to go for carbs. Now, that brings me to another question I had asking, is my only option for carbohydrates sweet potatoes? So they're basically saying like at the end of the day, I have carbs left to fill in my macros, but I don't have any fat or protein left. Now, one, I wanna clear this up. Macros are your baseline. So if I give you macros and you're trying to lose fat, I already put you at a caloric deficit. I would rather have you go over your macros than under your macros. So if I give you 50 grams of carbo net carbohydrates and you're at five, I want you to try to get to 50, okay? Because your macros all work synergistically. I'm trying to reprogram your metabolism. So I don't want you to think, well, I need to hit 17 grams of net carbs and this sweet potato is 17 grams of net carbs, but I've already hit my protein for the day and this sweet potato has two grams of protein. I'm gonna go over my protein. Do it, go over your protein, right? I'm not worried about you going over your macros if you're eating whole foods. If you're gonna go over your net carbs and your protein by eating wheat thins, then you got a problem, right? But if you're literally just eating whole foods, I don't mind at all, right? I'm just trying to give you an idea of what a day looks like. It's not, we're not searching for perfection. We're always searching for improvement. So another question that I had was, what's a good carb to eat post-workout when dealing with candida overgrowth if I don't wanna drink perfect paleo powder post-workout every time? And I took this and flipped it on its head. Why? Because if you're working out, you have specific goals in mind. But if you enter my world, I'm not gonna work around a candida overgrowth for your fitness goals. That is incorrect prioritizing, absolutely, right? Number one, you don't want that candida. We have to get rid of the candida. If you came to me with SIBO or candida, some kind of bacterial overgrowth in the gut, I'm going to fix that first. Why? Because until we do, you're never gonna get the results that you want or the results that you deserve from your workouts because you're gonna have nutrient absorption issues, you're gonna have systemic inflammation issues, as long as that gut bacteria is, you have gut dysbiosis, as long as that overgrowth is there. We need to get rid of that first. Don't ever think, how do I work around this chronic, basically, illness that I'm dealing with to get my results in the gym, to get my bigger biceps or whatever. No, backwards. We're talking about wellness, health and wellness, okay? Physique goals take a back seat to your health and wellness, at least in my world. If you want me to put your biceps before your gut dysbiosis, I'm probably not your guy, right? What else we got? Ketones, I had a question about ketones. Said so my functional medicine doctor asked me if I measure ketones. I don't know how, I don't know what to do, and I don't know what to buy. First things first, I wanna be very clear about this. Don't chase ketones. Don't, okay? Am I a fan of properly constructed ketogenic diets? Yes, I am. Is Clovis keto? No, it's not a ketogenic diet strictly. Do you enter in and out of ketosis on Clovis? Yes. Are you burning fat when you're in ketosis? Yes. Here's where people go wrong. There's measurements to ketones. How many ketones are in the blood? People say you need to be at 0.5 millimolars per deciliter, all the way up to three millimolars per deciliter for deep ketosis versus light ketosis, and they think that deep ketosis means burning more fat. No, this is not true. If you are in ketosis, any ketones measuring on a blood, glue, on a, on a blood ketone monitor, you're burning fat. 
That's it. You're burning fat, 100%, right? So don't worry about deep versus light. This is where people get into trouble. They switch to ketosis, and there's three different ways to track that I know of. Urine strips, blood strips, hands down the most accurate, and breath test. They have these breath machines that will measure your ketone levels in your, in your breath, right? So with blood, you're basically measuring beta-hydroxybutyrate in the blood. That's the most accurate way to do it. When I was in nutritional ketosis for six weeks straight, I did blood draws every day. They get expensive. Keto Mojo is probably the cheapest, about a dollar a strip. There's Precision Extra, which is about $5 a strip, a little pricey. The urine ketone strips are useless. Useless. What happens in your urine? Your urine contains things that your body's getting rid of, things that your body isn't using. That's why in the beginning, people get all excited because their pee stick turns purple. I'm in deep ketosis, I'm in deep ketosis. Weeks later, they haven't changed their diet and the pee stick's not turning purple and they get upset. Then they try to strip carbohydrates even more. They're still in ketosis, but their body's using the ketones. Duh. What's happening in your urine does not show what's happening in your blood. It's the same thing as the alkaline diet bullshit myth. You can't change the pH of your blood, everybody. I don't care what your urine says, right? So don't chase ketones. This is self-sabotage. People try to get that ketone level as high as they can, not knowing that when the ketone level is still small, you're still burning fat. You don't burn more fat because that ketone level's higher. And I just did a podcast episode with a medical doctor, a functional medicine medical doctor, who backed this up and we talked all about ketones. I'll let you know when that is live. I'm gonna hit a couple of these questions real quick. I don't usually do this on lives. Let's see, what do we got? Hey, I got a buddy who has POTS. Any info on that? Um, Email me, okay, this goes for these two right here too. Email me at justin at imclovis.com. So you can work with me directly, justin at imclovis.com. That's the best way to get there. Or you can also go to imclovis.com slash start. imclovis.com slash start. Best way to get in touch with me. I'd like to just chat with your buddy. I like to talk to people one-on-one rather than blanket information. There's some blanket information here and I'm gonna get through the rest of this recap, but please jet miles, reach out to me, justin at imclovis.com or imclovis.com slash start. What's the email address directly for your custom plan? Yes, same thing. So justin at iamclovis.com. Justin at iamclovis.com. Or you can hop in with a custom plan right now by going to iamclovis.com slash start. Nice and easy. Couple more questions here. One, as my weight comes off, will my apron belly sag? (laughs) Kind of a funny term. Can I prevent that from happening? Yes, and the answer here that's all the rage right now is autophagy and apoptosis. So people talk about this with fasting, prolonged fasting, intermittent fasting, Rhonda Patrick talks about it, Dr. Jason Fung talks about it. Autophagy basically means self-eating. So there's a great story of this, the longest medically supervised fast of all time, was 382 days this man fasted, lost like 200 pounds, no excess skin. No apron belly, no excess skin, no tummy tucks necessary. Why? Because it was caloric deprivation, completely zero calories, that's it. That's different than caloric deficit, than a chronic caloric deficit. What happens is people take this fitness advice and they strip their calories down, they're gonna eat 900 calories a day, and then they're going to continue to eat lean chicken breasts and all these things. What turns off autophagy is protein. Protein intake stops autophagy. You'd actually be better off fasting and doing nothing but like bulletproof coffee, like just doing like a fat fast if all you care about is autophagy. So what happens is your body says, I need things to eat because I'm in full starvation mode right now. Now I'm actually fully fasted and it starts to metabolize its own cells. 
So it goes, where can I find some cells and some tissue that the body is, has right now that's metabolically expensive that it doesn't need? Oh, look at all this saggy skin. This tissue is literally just a bunch of excess cells. So autophagy kicks in, the body starts to metabolize its own cells and you can actually shrink up that excess skin, but you have to do it right from the jump, from the jump, okay? Because if you have a ton of excess skin by the time you get to me, I can try to help you undo it a little bit, but it's best to just lose weight the right way the first time. This is why this biggest loser type bullshit, just cut calories and exercise more, right? End up with saggy skin. You gotta go get plastic surgery to fix that. It's ridiculous. That's the body telling you that you're doing it wrong. You're not doing something healthy, okay? The body will take care of itself if you give it the tools to do so. Uh, let's talk about Cold showers real quick. They were asking, do I have to have my whole head under to get all the benefits of a cold shower? Not to get all the benefits, but there are tons of benefits to cold showers. It reduces stress, increases immune system activity. It's also fantastic for depression. It's been clinically tested as effective as SSRIs. Literally just cold exposure is that powerful. You can turn white adipose tissue, metabolically dead um, body fat into metabolically active brown fat, burn more calories, raise, raise your BMR. All these amazing things of cold showers. I take a cold shower every day that's a non-negotiable. But do I really care if your head goes under? I care that you're doing a practice. It's more effective with the head under because you have a bazillion nerve endings on your face. So even just getting your face under the water has a super huge impact in terms of the health benefits. But it's a mindset victory. That's it. See, I make my bed every day so that I come home and my room looks neat and tiny, tidy and it de-stresses me, right? Getting in the shower every day when it's ice cold sucks. Sucks for the several minutes that I'm in there. Then I feel amazing after I've conquered something. I've had a small victory to start the day. Everything else seems a little easier. Sounds silly. These mindset victories are a big deal. Jack Dorsey was just on Ben Greenfield's podcast, the CEO of Twitter, talking about one of the best things he's done for stress has been cold showers. I've been ranting about cold showers for over a year, right? Very important, I love them. Last thing I'm gonna touch on. Question, from your viewpoint in the functional medicine world, how do you view nurses in the functional medicine setting? Also, do you have any resources on how to go about looking into being a functional medicine nurse for those that have their BSN, RN degree? Yes, go to ifm.org. That is the Institute for Functional Medicine, ifm.org. All you have to be, you don't have to be an MD. You have to be a licensed medical professional. If you're a licensed medical professional, then you can do this. You can actually become a certified functional medicine practitioner through IFM. Another option is the Cresser Institute. Chris Cresser now has an amazing network of functional medicine practitioners. There's a bunch of training and everything you can do through him. There's a monthly membership for his training. You can become a Cresser Institute practitioner, whatever that means, but they have health coaches, all these things. Or I know a bunch of RNs, endocrinologists, phlebotomists, all these people who are what we would call conventional medical professionals who just find a functional medicine practice. They'll find a functional medicine medical doctor, join their practice, work under them. The guy that I go to, Dr. Potter, is a functional medicine MD, certified functional medicine practitioner, also has a medical degree, right? Has his own practice. He has an endocrinologist, he has registered nurses, he has phlebotomists, they all work under him as part of this giant practice and they all take care of me and all my blood work and all the stuff that I need and it's beautiful. Go get involved. If you got into the healthcare system because you wanna help people and you're tired of how bullshit conventional medicine really is and how you can't help people, go help people. Join a functional medicine practice. Look up ifm.org. 
What else we got? Can you start with warm water and then finish with cold? Yes, absolutely, but don't do it the other way around. Don't finish with warm. So for instance, I'm cold from the jump. I just do freezing cold the whole time, five minutes, then I'm out, and then I put on sweats, drink a cup of coffee, right? Because my body's still heating itself up underneath those that sweatshirt and sweatpants. You want, it's the process of making the body heat itself back up that is where all that benefit comes from. So if you go cold and end with a hot shower and externally warm your body up, you're blunting some of that effect. So always end with cold. If you wanna start with hot, that's fine. But end with cold and go at least 30 seconds. Even if it's your first day, I want you to go at least 30 seconds, work your way up, eventually get to minutes of cold. So that's in case you missed it, number 25. Wow, in case you missed it, number 25 based on AMA number 64, which will be up and running pretty soon with show notes at clovis.show. The podcast episode will also be up, The Perfect Paleo Podcast. Subscribe to The Perfect Paleo Podcast. If you need me, email me, justin at iamclovis.com. Go to iamclovis.com slash start. Work with me directly. It will be wonderful. I promise you will love your life. All will be well. Thank you guys for being here. Brooke, amazing. Go take cold showers. I love it. Thank you guys for the live questions. Thanks for being here. This will be a podcast too, the Perfect Paleo Podcast. Episodes all the time. Got a notification. Sweat that thing out of the way. Let's shut this down. Thank you guys so much for watching. Justin Alt, in case you missed it, number 25. Thanks. Bye.